0: Getting out there and putting an offer in on a property can be scary stuff, especially if we're doing it for the first time. How much do I pay for something? Am I going to overpay for something? Do I have buyer's remorse? All these things going through our head. It's an emotional time in our life. I'm going to unpack all this and more. I'm John Pidgeon and you're listening to my Millennial Daily. So it's the first time doing this, As I said, it can be a very daunting process where you might just outsource this and use a buyer's agent and let them act on your behalf because they've been doing it day on day for for years in that particular area. If you're happy to go about it yourself, here's some tips that I can give you to basically make the process not necessarily easier, but Your sleep at night factor will be greater knowing that you've done the research before you go and put in that offer and subsequently purchase that particular property. So let's look at the first one. Know your stuff. Research the market locally, what is sold, how many are currently listed, have good rapport with agents in the area. So they should have been sending you properties that suit your criteria because you've had that conversation with them so that they get to understand your strategy Right, It's like the pre-season before we start the main season in sport. That might last one, two, even three months or longer, Right, but we need to know our stuff. We need to understand what the schools are like in the area, what the owner-occupier percentage is, uh, what the median income is in the area, what industries are making up the people that do live in the area, and some good sites that you can go onto for this stuff, might be Australian Bureau of Statistics has all those medium income percentages, etc. Realestate.com is a good starting point. If you want to pay a little bit more, you go to something like RP Data or CoreLogic, which gives you some in-depth knowledge on sold properties in that particular area. So why are we doing this? We're getting a feel for what something's worth on a retail level and then ideally go in and depending on the heat of the market, potentially get ourselves some discount. Number two, create good relations with agents. We want them to notify us of properties early, so pre-market listings or even off-market. And we can't do that if we don't establish some really good relations with agents and do that with multiple agents. Don't just rely on one good agent with good communication skills to get you the property that you're after because they might not have the property that you are looking for. Let's have multiple agents in our corner working for us so that they can get themselves a quick sale, but we get the outcome that we desire. Number three, let's have an offer form. Have an offer form ready, and I'll put a link in the show notes of the one that I use, that have our non-negotiables. So always subject to building and pest, always subject to a satisfactory finance, and always subject to a satisfactory review of the contract. They're my three non-negotiables when I'm going to put in an offer. You might have a few more than that based on the type of property and the area that it's in, etc. So always have an offer form. It shows that you're professional, it shows that you're serious, and it makes it easier for the agent so that they don't have to go and chase up any particulars. They want to get a deal done quicker than you. So if you've got all that information ready versus someone that's just sending through a text message with an offer you may be leading the way and they may decide to go with you, which indeed may actually be a lower priced offer than others. Number four, understand why the vendor is wanting to sell. It may be divorce, it may be moving to another area. There's a whole range of reasons as to why someone may sell a property. There may be a red flag as to why they're selling it. They've had some bad experience with neighbours or something like that. So understand why they're selling it And do some research in the area, Um, walk up and down the street, talk to neighbours, etc. Understand what conditions might suit the vendor is also very important in this understanding piece. So they might like a longer settlement. For you, that might be okay. So if you're very flexible with the terms and conditions of your offer and the vendor also wants something specific, you may be able to accommodate that and you might be leading the pack as a result of you being flexible with your movements. And the last one, go in firm and hard with offers. Now, I spoke in a previous episode about the 110 one. We view 100 properties, we put 10 offers in and we buy one. We might have multiple offers going at any one time. Don't think that you just have to put one offer in and then wait for that to go and then move on and we're almost starting back to scratch again. Be comfortable putting in multiple offers at any one time. And when that offer's in, make sure we tell the agent that this offer will expire in 24 hours, right? Give them a deadline, which puts the ball back In your court or the control back in your court and that allows them to act swiftly with the vendor right now in Queensland for example they may require that offer on a contract so check your state and your regulations and talk to agents about this as to how they want the offer but essentially we need a good conveyancer in our team that's going to help you through this process So in summary, five tips for putting in an offer on a property. Number one, know your stuff. Do your research of the market. Take your time to do that. The pre-season component of your search is really important. Number two, create good relations with agents, notify properties early, even off market, et cetera. Number three, have an offer form. Look professional and agents will put you to the top of the list. Number four, understand why they're wanting to sell. Get a real good idea as to why the vendor's selling, again, may put you in the lead. And the last one is going firm and hard with the offer. 24-hour expiry and hopefully we get the job done. I'm John Pidgeon and you've been listening to My Millennial Daily. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify.